reading from chapter 25, Madhulila, text, text one. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dwaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Okay, I have enough. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Ekadina Shuklambara Brahmachari Stane Kripyatahaneana Magila Apane One day the Lord mercifully asked Shuklambara Brahmachari for some rice. <clears throat> Omigana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Tadati Sapadantikam Vansha Kalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namar Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sthiyadvaita Gadadhar Sivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Rinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So this is the Lord's Majulila. The Majulila begins right after the Lord takes initiation and he transforms. I coined that phrase, commitment changes consciousness. And the Sankirtan movement begins. And we see the Lord exchanging with his devotees on the level of real bhav, not on the material platform. And a description of these pastimes it's meant to attract us to a higher level of dealings 
where instead of being in the center and associating with another person who's more or less in the center, or in that consciousness to one degree or another, which causes natural friction or dissatisfaction, just as you throw different rocks into a pond, there's harmony as long as they hit the same center. When, they, when there's different center, then there's, there's conflict. But this is Chaitanya Charitamrita, the character of the life force in eternality, which is that mood of surrender to Krishna and, and devotion and that, that God-centered, Krishna-centered life. And now we're seeing what it's like in that position where you can associate with the center. Because as long as you have the false ego, the conception and desire for centeredness and superiority, it covers the soul's it covers the soul's nature of, of, of service. It blocks us from the brilliance of the energy of Krishna, an experience of which is the goal of life, Prema Pumartha Mahan. So we have to be attracted. And the way we do that is really by hearing Hari Kata. What Harikata does, it attracts us to the center so that we don't want to psychologically occupy that position. That's why um, for a woman, a family, it can be very spiritual to have a child because there's something else in the center, some conception. I'm thinking this week of writing a Monday morning greetings on sports, analyzing the negative and positive aspects of that activity in society. But one is, if there's anything, it's the concept of team, especially in a modern culture, the me generation, where there's not that much training like that in family. In the nuclear family, the child is born and basically he becomes the center. Where in a, in a joint family, a village community, there already is such strong centers. The elders, the parents, the community heads that, you know, but a nuclear family, the child can immediately occupy. So maybe in that type of culture, I'm, I'm thinking right now, that in this type of culture, maybe, you know, that's where there's not 
a spiritual training, maybe it's helpful, but that's the basic concept. And we have to hear not only about the center, but the glories of those who do not take that position. And I described before, we have to see the strength of humility, the strength of the person who can resist the false ego. Because that's why, you know, the whole Shastra, the whole Shastra is basically, the theme of the Shastra is overcoming the false ego. Um, I know the uh, Natya Shastra, the history behind the Natya Shastra is when Indra went to Lord Brahma and said, I'm, I'm preaching philosophy, but I'm preaching philosophy, but people are not getting it. And, and then uh, I, 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 they're not overcoming false ego. Somehow the people are not get. And then Lord Brahma said, well, we need something that's audible and visible to do it. And the whole aesthetic theory, the whole Ross theory is how theater helps you overcome the limited concept of I. That's the concept of catharsis. There's some feeling that there's something greater than yourself because you're experiencing it. Rasa is experienced in a group. They have a, an experience of oneness because they definitely feel that there's, when you really, I hope it happens in this class to some extent, I can't guarantee it, but that the audience should feel like we are one mind. And the speaker should feel he's speaking to one mind. So that's the whole concept. That's why there's a verse, yasya deve para bhaktir, yasya deve tathagura. One who has implicit faith in the spiritual master and the Supreme Lord, the imports of the Vedas are revealed. And I, I read a very interesting commentary on that. Why are they revealed? Because what is the import of the Vedas? The import of the Vedas is getting over false ego. And therefore, unless you have the experience practically of doing so, you won't be able to recognize that in the Vedas. So that concept of, of faith in Guru and Krishna, that surrender to Guru and Krishna and that experience of it gives you the vision to see it. Because a lot of times you have to have the experience of something before, a preliminary experience of something before you can actually visualize or experience, see it properly. So now there's a, a story, a very beautiful story of Sukhambha Brahmachari, and it begins with the Lord, I have a desire to eat rice. Do not fear, this is a seer request. Now, how would you feel if Lord Chaitanya came to you and says, I have a desire to eat rice, cook it for me. He says, do not fear. 
because there could be a fear. Of course, there could be a fear. When you're dealing with a superior, there's some sense of fear that I may do it wrong. It's part of the bob of that relationship. So it, 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 it's one sense, it's a fear above duality because it's also a kind of love. I think this is mentioned in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu when it's describing the mood of, of, of servitorship and, and one type of mood is that. So you could be a little excited, you could be very happy and you can be overwhelmed with a feeling of humility. It's another point I repeat many, many times that when you experience mercy, you simultaneously experience humility. Without humility, you can't experience mercy. Because mercy means undeserved kindness and humility means to feel not deserving. So when you get something that is beyond your capacity, beyond, the, beyond what you can earn, it makes you reflect in a very positive way on what the lacking you have that couldn't earn that. So mercy, feeling mercy is a very important part of devotional service and cultivating the humility to be a receptacle for mercy and feel it. And that's why someone who's humble can chant the holy name always. Because the humble person, when he chants the holy name, he feels mercy. And the feeling of mercy is the feeling of love. Specifically in Sanskrit, the parental affection, the experience of affection from a superior is called anugraha or mercy. So when you feel mercy, you're feeling love from above. And when you feel love from, it really inspires love for. So someone is humble and chanting the holy name in that mood that God in the form of his holy name is appearing to me. Then there's a certain feeling of mercy there's a certain feeling of love. And that type of feeling goes into your chanting. It's a beautiful feeling. And without that, sense of entitlement ruins devotion. It just ruins the devotional and loving feelings. When Mahaprabhu made repeated requests in this way, Shukamba emotionally pleaded with the Lord. So this is a very emotional thing for him. 
And the, he just, wow, the Supreme Lord is asking me to cook for him. And then that's way beyond what I deserve. And that is the real feeling. Because once you think I can earn God, you have the wrong conception of God. So he's feeling, uh, this is just so. And he begins to look, at, you know, in ourselves, we have our pride, our self, we have our self-esteem. You know, we're not constantly knocking ourselves over the head. And it's kind of an interesting psychology because you could see both, you could see your qualities, et cetera, but then you can see what I'm lacking. You can focus on one or another. You can focus on your fortune that you connected to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Parampara. Then you can focus on your misfortune. I have not fully taken advantage of this. He gets mercy and he knows that this type of association and also, what we're chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, oh Lord, oh energy, please give me service. And now the service comes. The vehicle to express that direct love and devotion manifests. If you pray for service, service will come. Bhikshuka Adama Mushi Papishta Garita Tumi Dharma Sanatan Mushi Sapatita. I am most fallen, wretched beggar. And you are the personification of eternal religious principles, which I have fallen from. That's the power of prayer. The power of prayer is you exalt the object. You exalt the object of your devotion and you, I don't want to say degrade, I don't want to say denigrate, <laughs> but you lower the estimation of your own qualification realistically. So you're exalting and you see a lot of prayers First, there is an exaltation of the object of, of prayer, and then there's an expression of humility. The greater that distance, the more you will feel the mercy that is coming, the more grateful you will be, the more you will feel its mercy. But if you feel, oh, I'm, hey, me? I'm, this is God's gift to the world. Okay, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I'm getting the holy name. Available to everyone. That's it. Universal. But if you feel Nama Chintamani Krishna's Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha. Shuddha Porno, Nitya Mukta. Namano. Namano. Bina. 
Nama, this is Nama and Chintamani Krishna. This is the Chintamani, the wish fulfilling Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha. It's the Chaitanya, the life of all Rasa, the form Vigraha, Shuddha Purno. It's pure, complete, it's eternally liberated. And the name and the name is not different. Trinada pi sanichena, torora pi sahishnana, amanina madre. I am lower than the store in the street. Devoid, ready to offer all respects to others. In such a state of mind, how much love do you feel? From. And therefore, you feel love for. So these are the, these descriptions. And what you'll feel, you'll see what happens in these pastimes. We saw that with Kolavetra Sridhar. Now we'll see with Shuklambar Brahmachari. What we'll see is the Lord always appears to those persons. There'll be a story with King Prataparudra. He was the king. But that did not impress the Lord. Physician does not impress the Lord. Power does not impress the Lord. He comes to one who has devotion. Oh Lord, you should give me the shelter of your lotus feet, although I'm not even equal to an insect. In insect, you are trying to deceive me. Why me? Why me? I tell that there was this story that I always remembered and it really impressed me. And I don't know why it was on the television in the kitchen. I don't know if it's still like that, but in the American households in the 50s and 60s, you had to have a television in every room. Well, actually in the early 50s, we just had one television with a screen, not as big as a computer with antennas. And then it was the tales of Shalom Aleichem. And there's some song, Avenu Shalom Aleichem, Avenu Shalom Shalom, is something. And, and it was a story. And I just remember the end of the story and it impressed me. This guy goes back to Godhead, this old man, and he was so poor. And when God greeted him at the pearly gates, he said, you can have whatever you want. And he said, can I have a roll and butter? His material expectations. So low, and he said it in so, so humble. Go. Do not consider this a deception. The Lord said, I have a strong desire to taste your cooking. And of course, what is the taste of cooking? 
It's the person's devotion. Henry, our faithful Sangha member uh, in his house, I think for two years he housed Jamuna and Dinatarani. And she wrote one of her cookbooks there. And I was very fortunate by Henry's mercy to be invited to the 20th anniversary of Radha Bana Bihari. And I don't know if he's on today, but Joe Cayley, sometimes we see his picture there, Gail liked his picture. He was the assistant cook. He was also there, he got a lot of mercy. And one day in the morning, Jamuna cooked, this is because we stayed a few days, not just for the, the opening. Jamuna cooked oatmeal. And it was the supreme personality of oatmeal. I just remember that oatmeal, how perfect it was. But it, it wasn't just the oatmeal. It was her love for the Vaishnavas. And that love went into making the food to please them. And you can actually taste that in her food. So this, Lord Chaitanya, I have a strong desire to taste your cooking. It means I have a strong desire to taste your love. That's why in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, there are numerous there are numerous passages about cook food. There's pages after page. So he It's a story, a, a song of, of Nandamaraj calling Krishna and, and all the preparations are listed. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, page after page of just descriptions of what was eaten because they're expressions of love. When you want to please someone, you make things nicely. One of the main ways is food. And that's why the Hare Krishna movement is called a kitchen religion. Satyaraj Prabhu always expresses his disappointment, sometimes going to temples and, and maybe not understanding what we experienced when we first came. The love and devotion of those feasts was, it just, uh, you can't even describe it. Was, it's, it's not, not just food. A little bit of the prampara. I don't think, if I see people here that haven't been there, I, you don't know what a samosa tastes like. I can tell you. It's not what we get. The inside is very, very dark. How it's, 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 yeah. 
Go home and quickly prepare an offering for the Lord. I will surely come at midday. See, Shukumbar was in anxiety, so he asked all the devotees, what should he do? Now, I have to please the Lord. It better be good. They all said, why are you afraid? From the spiritual point of view, no one is separate from the Supreme Lord. He always begs food, especially from those who worship him with unflinching devotion. That's why in the modern culture is so degraded that there's, there's not home-cooked meals. There's not home-cooked meals. That's the glory of the Indian culture. Because people are not just eating food, they're tasting love three times a day. Restaurants, it's hard to taste the love. There's nothing like the home-cooked meals. And I always tell the story that uh, about Tamal Krishnamarj, who, who was so intelligent. There somehow was some suicide and some problem in some small temple. Uh, first thing, <laughs> Tamal Krishnamarj checked the cook. <laughs> the consciousness of the food, of the cook goes into the food. That was the culture. And we create a very positive spirit. It doesn't mean it has to be rich or something. Prabhupada said simple and sumptuous. When you, when you come, and there used to be a system in homes of home-cooked meals. Was offered to Krishna. Although Vidura was the son of a sudra because of his devotional service, the Lord personally begged food from him and ate. And that's some story in the Mahabharata that the Odin cooked a, a huge feast. It didn't satisfy the Lord as Vidura made something simple, but with love, some spinach. One time, I went to visit the house of Savitta Bhattacharya. I told people that my my, my preaching pro, my preaching had three prongs. Philosophy, we had that school that I started in Tuwako, studying Shastra. Taking people to India to experience the Holy Dham. and taking him to the Poconos, to the houses of Pitta Bhattacharya, so they could see the beauty of the culture of India. Bhattacharya, that's a highest class Brahmins, to see cultured people. And when you would eat, she would, she would learn it, she would preach. So one time she said, I was just reading the Mahabharata and I had such an incredible, she said, I had a realization. I said, and she started to explain her realization. 
So he said the reason why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared, and she started quoting from the Mahabharat this pastime, where Krishna liked the spinach that Vidura cooked. And she said at that time, Krishna had in his mind, I'm here in, I'm here in North India. I hope some of you will understand this. I'm here in North India and all I get is alu and gobi. <laughs> all I get is alu, 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 gobi, and chana. Uh, I get alu, gobi, and chana, and halava. So therefore, Krishna decided to take birth in Bengal along the Ganga, where there's a variety of vegetables. When you eat Bengali prasadam, it's amazing. So I remember Bhakti Trumarch had a disciple near the airport and he would invite his god brothers to take prasad at their house. And you know, it was on beautiful leaf plates. And the first thing was in the middle, there'd be a plate of rice. And then there would be bitter subjis. And, and that starting with the bitter subjis, that invokes the appetite. And then the different subjis would go around these little clay cups, sometimes making another circle. <laughs> and then ending up with the milk sweets. So many varieties of vegetables. Okay. If you still feel fearful, then don't touch the food while you cook. I guess with your hands or something, you got to touch the food. Maybe, you know, keep it so pure. You are fortunate to receive such mercy. On hearing this, the Brahmin re returned to his house. After taking bath, Shukambar carefully boiled scented water. The Brahmin then put some rice and the choice core of banana stem in the water without touching them and folded his hand. Suklambar then began to joyfully sing, Jaya Krishna Govinda Gopala Vana Mali, Balite Lagila Shuklambara Kutahali, Jaya Krishna Govinda Gopala Vana Mali, Jaya Krishna Govinda Gopala Vana Mali. At that moment, the greatly chaste Lakshmi, the mother of the universe, glanced at the devotee's rice. That rice then immediately became exactly like nectar. Meanwhile, the Lord arrived there after finishing his bath. He was accompanied by some of his intimate associates like Nityananda. See Sachinanda, that's Chaitanya, then changed out of his wet cloth. Wet clothes. As the Lord took the rice that he had desired, he looked at Shuklambar and smiled happily. The house was situated right next to the Ganges. The Lord then happily offered the rice to Vishnu. 
Thereafter, the Lord smiled as he joyfully sat down to eat. All his servants watched to the full satisfaction of their eyes. It was most extraordinary that Sri Gaur Sunda, the enjoyer of sacrifices offered by personalities such as Brahma, was now eating the rice of Shuklambar. Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam Yome Bhaktapit. If he offers with devotion a fruit, flower, water, it's the devotion. That's the difference. That's why eating prasadam cooked by people who, who, who love God and people who want to serve you. In Bengali culture, if there's two people, one person serving. I uh, wrote an article about Prasad serving in my Monday morning greetings, something with logos. At my Puriyatra, I'm so particular how the Pasadam is served. I supervise it myself, and all the devotees are trained in the system how Pasadam is served. The experience of, of service and feeling that. So the eating is good for the mind. When you eat food that's cooked and served with love. This is one of the defects I feel strongly of modern culture. They don't have a system for cooking at home. The Lord said, since birth, I've never tasted such palatable rice as this. The Lord is grateful. That's one of his qualities. Of his 64 transcendental qualities, one is grateful. I think there's some example, a nectar of devotion mentioned of Dropity. Because you've chanted my name Govinda once, I'm eternally grateful to you. So these are kind of thoughts we have to have when we're chanting. That the Lord is hearing the holy name. And he's grateful when it's done with devotion. I cannot describe the fine taste of this banana stem. How did he cook it without touching it? You are certainly one of my friends for whom I incarnate. On, on seeing the Shuklamba Prati Deki Kripara Babav, Kondita Lagila, Anyone Bhakti Shab, on seeing the extraordinary mercy bestowed on Suklamba, the devotees began to cry among themselves. In this way, the Lord repeatedly relished the meal to his full satisfaction. Now, after that beautiful pastime opens your heart, now get ready for the philosophy to sink in. Let the sinful non-devotee millionaires see the mercy 
that the beggar Shuklambar received. Let the sinful non-devotee millionaire see the mercy that the beggar Shuklambar received. One cannot attain Lord Chaitanya by wealth, followers, or learning. All the scriptures declare the Lord is controlled by devotional service. So the things that we want, which are anartha, they don't have ultimate value, we can't get. And the thing which we're not so interested in, which has ultimate value, which is devotional service, we have full capacity to attain right now. After finishing his meal, the Lord in great satisfaction sat down and smiled as he chewed betel nuts. Patalai Brityagana Bulila Anande, Brahma Shiva Anandaye, Patre Shirafande. The devotees forgot themselves in ecstasy as they honored the remnants at Brahma, Shiva, and Ananta worship. Who can describe the ecstasy that filled that beggar's house? Such are the pastimes of Lord Vishwambar. After this Krishna Kata Prasanga Kahiya Katashan, Shekane Mahaprabhu Karila Sayan Sayana. After discussing the pastimes of Krishna for some time, Mahaprabhu lie down there. The devotees also lie down there. One of them, however, saw something wonderful. Okay, well, somehow or other, I completed that pastime. And uh, that's my style. I just don't go so long. We, we still have about 15 minutes. If anybody wants to share a particular um, reflection, Gail will also ask a question. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, yeah. I, I just love what you just said a second ago. The things that have no value, we can't get. But the things that have the true value, we can get. But we run after the things that have no value. That was just like so beautifully put, Maharaj, and just made everything so clear. Thank you so much. It's like, <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> always sh sharing your enthusiasm. Uh, it is Harinam today, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably go down there and talk to a pick me up. Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Okay, before I ask Gail what her question is, uh, you know, uh, I told you there's this new project, 55 acres of land, only two and a half hours from here, um, headed up by two brahmacharis, really nice brahmacharis. And uh, the festival is this weekend, but they asked me to come before because then they would have time to show me. And uh, wow, it's hard to believe it was only $400,000, 55 acres. There's 
four buildings with 13 rooms, seven bathrooms, kind of in a, a courtyard. Uh, on one side of the land is like a mountain. There's a stream running through it. And they, for $250 a year, they have access to a huge private lake, several acres. So, um, yeah, we stopped there. And it was so nice because I met some of my old god brothers that I haven't seen in a while. I met one of one god brother who was the father of one of the brahmacharis. He was 75 years old. And I remember him from the Brooklyn Temple. I was visiting in the early 70s and I came and he was preaching to me downstairs and he was walking me upstairs from the basement and then Vishnu John came down the stairs and he said, this is Bhakta Dennis or something. And Vishnu John said, hi, hi, Vishnu John. And it was like, whoa. And another uh, Iconis Maharaj, his name was Jannard, and he was also there in the Brooklyn Temple. And uh, a devotee, Sahadev from Philadelphia. And it was so nice. And uh, we went there and I saw the place. Rasik Bowen personally showed me around. And then we took the Sodom. And uh, on the way back, I picked up Gidinagri milk at the Bliss Kitchen. Now I have a half gallon. So it was nice. And the, the mood is nice because I spoke extensively. The mood is, is it can be so many people that initiate, but there's going to be Murthy's of Prabhupada and Narayan Maharaj. They're, they're disciples of Narayan Maharaj. And, uh, so therefore they want they want to have the mood of Keturi. Keturi is a place in Bengal where Naratam Das Thakur, because after Lord Chaitanya went, the Vaishnavas became a little bit splintered into factions. There were the Goswamis of Vrindavan, which were like the scholarly ones, and Bengali followers of Lord Nityananda, they had a mood. And and uh Janabadevi brought all the Vaishnavas together. So that's really their mood. It's it's not like a ploy or, or something. And, and 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 they have that mood also because his father is both with Iskan devotees. So they grew up with that conception of Prabhupada. And and the sadhu that told them to come to the West told them that if you're here, Prabhupada's your Ishtadev, your worshipable Lord. So I really like the mood there. And uh, Tota, and he went with me. We had a great day down there. Um, so just an interesting thing. Um, and uh, they're hoping that all Vaishnavas will take advantage. There's, there's no set sense of what we call poaching. You know, you go to another project and they want to take your men or something. You know, it's just the mood of just service to Lord Chaitanya's mission and and expanding it. So it was quite nice. Okay, I thought I'd share that with you. Anyone else um, like to say hello? Oh, Gail, you have a question? Thank you so much, Maharaj. Yeah, I, I do have a question. 
Um, Although you didn't say explicitly in um, this class, but it's still connected. You know, in the past you said that, you know, grasping, you know, Krishna's leelas or Lord Chaitanya's leelas um, intellectually is different from experiencing that leela, you know, in a way that has been revealed to you. So I'm just wondering, is that something I can only understand once the leela has been revealed to me? Well, I think the point was, is there, there were some things that you just couldn't reconcile between your conceptions of morality or reasonability and some of the things that were happening in these pastimes with Lord Nityananda and, you know, walking without his clothes and so many things and the fights between Advaitacharya and Nityananda. So at that point, I made that point that things that we may not understand intellectually, but we have faith in because we have faith in the lineage that they're presented will be reconciled on another platform. Mm hmm on a non-intellectual platform. Okay, okay. You know, and also connected to um, pastimes, um, why do you say that Lord Chaitanya's pastimes are more accessible than the Rasa dance? I mean, his pastimes, you know, they, we always say that it was only 500 years ago, but it might as well have been 5,000 years ago. Because yeah, uh, so, I'll give you an example. The Rasa dance, it's boys and girls dancing. So spiritually, it's hard to imagine you doing that. But Lord Chaitanya's pastimes is singing and dancing and kirtan, and it's something you can do. And therefore, it's more accessible because it's something you can actually do. You can actually emulate, emulate it, not just hear about it. You can actually do it. And mm -hmm. I was talking specifically about Srivasanga. Th that's why I was saying that. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Really okay. Okay. Anybody else would like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this. So, so Pran, I'm so happy to see your name here. Thank you for coming on. Thanks again, Maharaj. I'll see you at the park today. Yes, yes, Maharaj. I'll be there. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Wow. Thank you. Great to hear from you guys. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Hi, Maharaj. Maharaj. So Say that again. Oh, you're back. We missed you. Thank you. Sorry, I had a meeting. I'm sorry. I, no, missed I, I know that you have a very, very responsible job, but we still miss you, even though if there was a good reason for you not to be there. Thank you very much, Maharaj. This is very kind of you. Thank you. Thank you. Maharaj. Okay. Haribo. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Leila Vrindavan. And Yamuna Bihari, thank you so much, Maharaj. Beautiful class. It's so nice del delving into Gore Leela. Well, yeah. Okay. Good. Good morning, Maharaj. It's Isabel. Isabel, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay, good to see you. Thank you. 
Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Okay. Thank you for the class. You must have liked that pastime of cooking rice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just imagining. I was so fortunate to have the opportunity to cook for you. This is my one of the greatest, greatest <laughs> wish to do that. Thank you. That was my most memorable experience. <laughs> Me too, Guru Maharaj. Me too. I wrote an article called The Supreme Personality of Rice. It, it's yeah. just, you can't imagine what can be done with fragrant rice and different spices. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gamaraj, this is Kishore Radha. And Tota Gopina. Okay, Haribo. See you later, Tota. Okay, Krishna Premi. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for the Prashadam stories. And oh. uh, yeah, this time uh, I went to Puri Yatra and uh, I did personally see how you distribute the Prashadam. So I was very impressed and even got the opportunity to assist on the last Prashadam distribution. That was a great yatra. Thank you so much. The yes. only difficulty with the yatra was that your husband <laughs> got <laughs> sick before he came. Yes, he had the yeah. whole week in bed. But at least we gave him the, a good room so he was still by all the people. Yes. Our husband's a, a famous cook. Mm. Te television yeah. in China even. Very famous. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you. Hi, Christian Guru. This is all Govinda. Thank you for a great class. Hi, Bo. Okay. Anybody else? You can cook me rice tomorrow, okay? Krishna Guru Maharaj, it's Prashan Ali. Hey, good to see you. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. <laughs> good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Rangarani. Oh, Hare Krishna, how are you? Nice to see you. Hare, Hare Krishna. No, thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you very much for a nice class. Good. I remember you coming to my classes in Vrindavan. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being on this. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. Anybody else like to say hello? Oh, from oh, good. The weather now is nice there, right? Yes, Maharaj, it's really nice. It's getting warmer and warmer. But you have a, a, a house that regulates the heat and cold naturally, right? Yes, Maharaj. Does, does it work? <laughs> yes, it's working. We are happy with that. Okay, Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thanks so much for class. Beautiful. Okay, thank you. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Shiganarvika. Hare Bo. Hi. Good. What a nice community we have. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Bo. Is the borders of Colombia open yet? I really don't know. Uh, the things are 
a little bit hard here with COVID. There's still, um, there's still lockdown? Uh, no, partially, but uh, people is allowed to go to streets, but there, is, there are a lot of people con contagious. Yeah, contagious. Infected, uh, yes. Infected. Uh, do, you go, do you go to work? We are working from home. Oh, okay. We think we will work in this way until the end of the year, at least. Okay, that's good. You don't have to get in cars and you have more yeah. time for chanting. That's good. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Okay. We will end for now. Anybody still around at 11 o'clock will start a new Krishna pastime. It's not really starting new, but within one pastime, there's many. Okay, thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.